Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. faces a choice this is battleground america here's tara servatius one day when we look back we'll so clearly be able to see this period as the run-up to world war three and if you listen to the news right now coming out of europe it's largely blacked out here but if you listen to the news right now coming out of europe you can see that world war three is being carefully pre-planned Most Americans aren't paying attention. What's going on in Europe has barely been highlighted here, but it's jaw-dropping. A decision has been made to have a ground war with Russia in Ukraine. They're so open about it there that NATO Admiral Rob Bauer is already telling civilians to buy water and flashlights and store food ahead of the war with Russia that's coming. You need to have water, you need to have uh, a, a, a radio on batteries, and you need to have a, a, a flashlight on, on batteries to make sure that you can survive the first 36 hours. Things like that. That's simple things. But it starts there. The, the realization that not everything is going to be honky-dory in the next 20 years. This week, the Prime Minister of Slovakia, one of the few who's trying to actually stay out of the war, blew the whistle telling the world that several NATO and European Union nations want to send soldiers to Ukraine to fight directly with Russia. If they do that, America will almost certainly be dragged in. In fact, we're probably behind it. He was against it, and he was trying to stop the war. He blew the whistle. So Robert Fico, who's the prime minister of Slovakia, and on record as being very anti-World War III, as are most normal people, blew the whistle this week saying global leaders with NATO are actively debating sending reinforcements to Eastern Europe. What he means is to Ukraine to directly engage Russia. It was a bombshell outside the controlled media environment of the United States of America. And for 24 hours, everybody held their breath. Then one by one, European nations came out and said, ah, no, we're not sending our troops to Ukraine, except for France. France's leader, Emmanuel Macron, didn't deny any of it. He said he refused to rule out anything that Russia must be defeated and that and that sending Western troops couldn't be excluded by Western troops. He means a couple of French guys and mainly us. And then he said something even more terrifying that he wanted France and NATO to supply Ukraine with 
longer-range missiles and munitions, including those that could hit deep inside Russia. Folks, just one of those will put us at war with Russia. Let me tell you why that is jaw-dropping. The NATO countries, which include the U.S., are already doing the biggest troop exercise since the Cold War. We haven't seen this in over 50 years. A staggering, shocking 90,000 troops. They announced that out of nowhere in December, and it began in January. But they're doing it in and around Poland, not in Ukraine, yet. They call it Steadfast Defender. Again, 90,000 troops. That is a world war right there. Troops from all the NATO countries, including 1,100 combat vehicles, 133 tanks, 533 infantry fighting vehicles. That's according to NATO. And more than 50 ships from aircraft carriers to destroyers. Oh, and 80 fighter jets. That is a massive, ungodly display of power. But the story was, hey, you know, we're just practicing in case, you know, Putin invades Poland. Okay, Putin is not going to invade Poland because everything I just mentioned to you is going to be turned against him because Poland is a NATO country. And so all of those countries are bound to defend it. Uh, It would be suicidal. Putin would never do it. So what are we doing? We're trying to drag him into it for some damn reason. The swamp is desperate for this war. So Steadfast Defender starts in January with the cover story of, oh, you know, just in the area around Poland. Don't worry. We're not going to Ukraine. We're not going to confront Russia directly. That's why the prime minister of Slovakia blew the whistle. He's trying to stop this. He says, basically, they're sitting around planning their ground war, talking about the draft, planning the troops. They'll said, folks, this is us. I I mean, they'll send some troops, sure, but this is going to be us. They wouldn't even discuss it if we weren't on board. But then the mother of all bombshells drop a bombshell that changes everything this week. And it dropped in the pages of The New York Times. I'll tell you what it is in just a sec. But first, I want to thank our sponsor, PhD Weight Loss. So it's almost March. In six months, what if you could be practically unrecognizable? One of my favorite things to do, and it's almost embarrassing to admit this, but it's true. After the PhD weight loss plan is to run into people I haven't seen in a while and just see the shock on their face because I am. I'm really unrecognizable. I've got a 5'2 body. You take 29 pounds off that, you're a totally different person. And I took it off in six months, but I've kept it off for a year now. And I'm so excited about this. This is the permanent new me. It could be the same for you. So contact PhD Weight Loss online, myphdweightloss.com. You could do it from any state in the nation, myphdweightloss.com. Now back to the podcast and the mother of all revelations. You know how I've been telling you for years, we're already in a war with Russia, a proxy war. Well, inside the American media bubble, that's been considered silly up till now. In Europe, though, it's widely understood. You really need to look at what they're telling the people of Europe. And I'll put all the links so you can read them uh, in this podcast. Uh, France 24, big news source out of France, headline. Sweden's call for population to prepare for war with Russia sparks panic and criticism. Then there's this one. Leaked German documents show leaders preparing war for war with Russia. And then this one, UK Army chief says citizens should be ready to fight possible land war. Folks, they're actually saying this stuff in Europe. UK civilians should be ready to fight in a hypothetical land war. The head of British Army, General Patrick Sanders, said Wednesday. 
warning that the ongoing Russia invasion of Ukraine showed its citizens' armies that they make a difference in conflicts. But he says, you know, the British military is too small to respond to the threats alone. Yeah, what he's saying is we're going to go over there and fight. They believe this. But back to that stunning revelation. You know how I've been telling you for years we're in a proxy war and that our State Department and CIA started it, not Russia in Ukraine? I'll tell you how they did that in a minute. Well, the stunning revelation this week was from the New York Times. They admitted we're in a proxy war. They also admitted something astounding that there have been, since 2014, 12 CIA bases operating out of Ukraine, most of them mashed up against the Russia border. Holy provocation, Batman. No wonder the Russians are terrified. No wonder they're beating the drums of nuclear war every three weeks, just trying to keep us off their back. And then they admitted something even more astonishing. Not that they did it. I've documented it exhaustively over the years on this podcast. It's astonishing they admitted it, that the State Department and the CIA were responsible for the 2014 coup in Ukraine, the color revolution. What do we do? The people legitimately elected Viktor Yanukovych. He was pro-Russian because half the voters in that country are. It's a split country right down the middle, just like us, with half either ethnically or culturally Russian with a loyalty to Russia and the other half not so much. Our media really doesn't want you to know that. Well, the people made the mistake of electing Viktor Yanukovych and his pro-Kremlin government. So we just overthrew it. The part the New York Times doesn't mention is that we attempted to assassinate him as he fled the country for Russia. He was smart enough to know we'd try this, so we blew up the long wrong limo. But it was us. And how do I know it was us? Because the article also admits that we weren't just responsible for the coup, but that we took control over political operations starting in 2014. That's right. We took over essentially operation of Ukraine. The New York Times is admitting here essentially that Ukrainian government that they've told us is so legitimate. We have to fight for democracy. What a joke is actually a puppet government of the CIA and the State Department. What the New York Times doesn't admit, but those of us who followed Ukraine for years closely know is that makes our State Department and the CIA culpable for murders and human rights abuses. Because you know what the Ukrainian government did after they overtook it in a coup? It began systematically bombing ethnically Russian areas of Ukraine, not Russia, Ukraine, blowing up parks, schools, hospitals, churches, apartment complexes, killing teachers and students, innocent children, men, Women. Why? In an effort to start World War III. But still, Putin didn't bite. He refused to engage. After which, we deployed the bioweapons labs. Burisma was a major partner in their construction. Echo Health Alliance played a part too. And so did Hunter Biden. As we've exhaustively documented on this podcast in the past, both New York Post and the UK Daily Mail off the laptop have Hunter Biden's emails from his Department of Defense email pushing companies like Black & Vetch, Echo Health Alliance's Metabiota, which Hunter funded, who were right there at the scene of the creation of these bioweapons labs. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. For years, Russia begged international authorities because these labs violated international treaties to come in and do a neutral inspection because they too were put in either ethnically Russian areas or right up against the border. We were pushing Russia to war. Worse yet, Russia claims, we don't know, it's never been verified that these labs regularly leaked diseases that killed ethnic Russians, both in Russia, across the border, and in Ukraine. We were pushing and pushing and pushing Russia to war, but still, they wouldn't bite. Think what it would be like to be Russia, okay? The, the absolute terror of it. When you know you didn't launch a coup on the 2016 election, and yet we accuse you of it again and again and again as America points the finger. America points the, the finger saying Trump is a Russian puppet. Russia attacked our infrastructure. Folks, that's an act of war, okay? And remember what Barack Obama did in the final months of his presidency as punishment, for this as punishment for the supposed Russian coup and meddling and interference in our election. He rolled tanks right up to the Russian border and deployed troops again, menacing them. We now know there was no Russian collusion. We know there was no Russian interference. We know there weren't even any Russian bots. We know that from the Twitter files where the liberal leaders of Twitter to make the FBI happy, even tried to find the Russian bots that the Washington Post and New York Times kept telling us were interfering in our election, and they couldn't find them on Twitter. In short, the Russian coup on our election was fake. We now learn in recent weeks, by the way, that the CIA made up the whole thing months before the election. That means Russia knew it was fake, but we rolled the tanks up to the border anyway. Where, we now learn this week, the CIA already had 12 operational bases. Can you imagine for a moment if the Russian government came in, violently overthrew the leaders of Mexico, assassinated them or attempted to assassinate them, built 12 GRU bases on the U.S. border. GRU is the successor to the KGB and then proceeded to build bioweapons labs right up against our border. Oh, we'd invade Mexico so fast your head would spin, and we should, which makes it all the more remarkable that they didn't invade Ukraine. So you got to understand the level of fear that Russians have lived in all these years. What finally got them to invade when the Biden administration announced that Ukraine would be inducted into NATO, meaning the CIA, the State Department could bomb all it wanted, could poison all it wanted. And Russia couldn't do a thing. It would be totally surrounded. If it retaliated, it'd be World War III. We were right up against Russia's border. And Russia finally said, that's our red line. As they had told Condoleezza Rice many years before, that's our red line. We're going 
to invade. And they did. And the deep state finally got what they wanted. Look, Russia is just a country. There's no beef here. They have done literally nothing to us since the Cold War. But for a myriad of reasons, I've explained on other podcasts, and I can do a whole podcast on this, the swamp is desperate for a nuclear war, for the power it would give them, for the profit it would give them. But a nuclear war to be held at another address, they think, not involving the continental U.S., a nuclear war to be held in Ukraine. Finally, Russians have been living with another reality Americans are barely aware of. Since the Russian invasion of Ukraine, In 2022, Joe Biden has increased the troop total, American troop total, in the European theater by a shocking 20,000. A clear sign of long, slow preparation for war. This is not a small project for the globalists. If NATO sends troops into Ukraine, it'll be Katie bar the door. The good news is there's a way out of this. Donald Trump has to win the election. Because if you look at leaked German war plans for the war with Russia, you'll see it's not scheduled to take place till 2025. I keep laughing, scheduled, but really they have it scheduled. According to their intensely detailed month-by-month plan for war with Russia, we don't actually get to the war part till 2025. And that makes sense to me because I think the Democrats don't dare do it. I think they want to try to steal this election through lawfare against Donald Trump. I think the lawfare... The crime cases, I think that is the COVID of this year. They don't want Joe Biden seen as starting World War III going into election. It's too risky. But Katie, bar the door if he wins, because they're going to go full bore on this. It's exactly what the German war plans say. It's exactly what they're drilling for. And we now have Emmanuel Macron this week all but admitting it. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.